Programs Podcast. Today, man, we have a special guest in the building, man. Uh, a couple of guys that we grew up knowing, uh, guys that we respect their opinion, especially on the topic of today, man, in sports, man. We have a big week coming up. Uh, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida State, Miami, Florida, Texas A&M, uh, LSU, Alabama. Very big college football week, man. So we got some guys in here, man. Uh, they like what I like to call uh, football heads. College football heads, man. So we're going to sit in here. We're going to chop it up, man. We have uh, Mr. Roland Gaskins with us today. <laughs> Mr. Garrett Clarity with us today. Mr. Kelton Gibbons here today yeah, with yeah. us. Uh, me, man, Trey C, man. We about to do it up, man. So y'all tune in, man. Things about to get real. All right, guys. We're going to kick it off, man. Um, what, is, what do you guys feel like in order to get back to – Florida State of its prime, Miami of its prime, Florida of its prime. What is what is necessary to get there at the program from a from a fan's perspective? What do you what do you what do you feel like to get to to get to back to the Percy Harvin days, mm-hmm. the Tim Tebow days, versus what do you see right now from what's going on? What do you feel like changes need to be made to get back to that level of football? Um, I think for I'll start with Florida because, you know, of course, I'm a Florida fan. Um, The recruiting aspect is huge um, for us because I feel like we've recruited talent, but we have never in in the past, I would say, regime, we didn't recruit talent that fit the systems. I think that's been Florida's downfall, especially offensively, not defensively so far. Uh, Defensively, I think – we we just recruited what we could get in the last maybe two or three years, and that now we're seeing the results of that. But offensively, I think we've had players that are highly ta- you know talented players, but they just don't excel in our systems. So I think you see Dan Mullins' um, system how well it worked for Jim McElwain's players. If you ever notice. When Dan Mullen got to Florida, Dan Mullen went 10-3 and three his first season there, and we won a, a New Year's Six Bowl the very first season. Um, the next season, we go 10-2, and two, and he does the same thing with that talent that Jim McElwain was able to get. Go, go all the way back to Urban Meyer days. That was Ron Zook's recruits that were, able, that were able to really run in the system that Urban Meyer has. I'm not a big guy on this. Oh, you gotta wait, you know. You you can get the, his guys in there or whatever. Now I, I understand when people say that, but I've seen where coaches knew how to take the talent they had and adjust the system to them. Me being a coach, I had to learn that I don't go in with a preconceived notion and mindset that I'm gonna have. We're gonna run this and we're gonna do it like this. Well, my personnel may not be able to do that. They're they're not fit. To, to run this kind of system. I got to readjust to what we need to do with what we have. I think Dan Mullen was so good at that. I think the, the downfall of Dan Mullen, though, was the recruiting aspect, that he was not able to continue to recruit players that he really needed for the system that he was going to run and that was needed. Um, I think that's what Urban Meyer was good at. 
I think that's why he was so good at Florida for so long and so good at Ohio State for so long. Um, so now with Billy Napier, I think he's really going to have to take a page out of some of those other coaches' books to say, I got to try to fit what works for these players. I really don't feel like, in my humble opinion, that the players we have now really don't work well for what, we do, what we're doing. Like Anthony Richardson, is, to me, is not a drop back 50 times in a game and throw the football type quarterback. He's just not built that way. But I feel like getting him in a read option, getting him in the play action, you know, getting him in the short game, then the long game, kind of utilizing his strengths, I think that will improve a lot what we can do offensively. And that will start to bring us back to the prime of what Florida needs to be. And I say the same formula for, for Miami and Florida State. Florida State, to me, it's not a talent issue right now. Like, I feel like talent for talent, they actually have more talent than we have, in, in my opinion. I think we still a better team because I think we got a better system. But And my, I think Mike Norville cannot coach in big games. That's just my opinion. So that's why I asked him about the coaching aspect. To me, Mike Norville cannot win big games. But we've seen that. Great coaches, but can't win big games. Does, that don't make great second half adjustments. Dan Mullen, to me, was one of the best at that. We might look one way in the first half, and we'll come out and look totally different in the second half because of adjustments. I just feel like the recruiting aspect is a big one. I think catering your game plan and your system to the players you have is a big aspect for Miami, Florida, and Florida State to get back to prime dominance. I think without those two aspects, keeping the players in the state of Florida, recruiting the state of Florida, Florida heavy, and then you know just changing that concept of how we're going to adjust our systems, I think that's how we all get back, all three teams. Who's closer? Florida State. Florida State. I think because we got one – I look at it like this. Mike Novell should be ahead. Yeah, it's yeah, his third yeah. year, right? Yeah. Third or fourth year. It's third, yeah. Yeah. He should be ahead. Billy Napier, first year. Mario Cristobal, first year. I can say, okay, give them time to get their get their boys in here, get their uh, players in here. And the, at this point, Mike Novell shouldn't be going four and four. He shouldn't be there. I just be not looking at the roster, not looking at what they have. I feel like Florida State shouldn't be as – close to where Florida and Miami is at this point. They should be a better team, in my opinion. I just think they should be better. I think he's not – I think he's going to be what Ron Zook was for us. He's going to be able to get players in here. He's going to be able to get, get it going. But somebody else eventually is going to have to be the guy to take them to the next level. That's just – it's a Mark Rick, uh, uh, Kirby Smart situation. That's just how I see it. Yeah, I, I agree Especially like the recruiting, because I feel like when we was at the point of where Florida State, Miami, and um, Florida was dominant, we didn't have so many kids leaving the state. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you rarely hear about, like, like, okay, Chris Gamble, he from, you know, for a lot of them, besides anybody at that time, like, who really went out of the state yeah. that was, you know what I'm saying? You'd be shocked, too. Like, I remember during that, during, during those eras, like, when we would be watching the game on TV, and you'd be like, so-and-so was from Florida. Like, yeah, yeah. We were shocked to hear yeah. a, a, a standout from Florida on another team. Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, see. So that I think that hurt like the whole state a lot because like think about what is like two years ago like I think Belmont when they had um Sarkeesian. Yeah, Sarkeesian. Steve, Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. Or Lane. Yeah, Kittle. like they they whole secondary was from Florida. Like <laughs> the entire secondary. So mm-hmm. it's just like how often would you see that? You know what I'm saying? Like when all three of the major schools like that dumb. So I think recruit like a a big part though. I totally agree with that because I feel like if we keep everybody in state, schools and arrivals are way better, like the games are way better. Because to me, college football is different when all Florida, Florida State, and Miami good. It's a whole college football thing. Is totally different. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And just think about it. Think about when these kids are already playing against each other all this time. Like they already playing Miami Central, Booker T, you know, Core Gables. Like these teams already play each other all the time. So when they go to these different schools, they used to this kind of competition, you know. But you got kids, everybody going to like Texas, Alabama, or, uh, you know, Georgia. You know, they leaving leaving the state, you know what I mean? You so, know, it's you just sad. You know what I think? Changing that or has changed that is the evolution of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Because now, what affects recruiting is draft day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when Kirby show up to your house or Nick show up to your house, he's selling draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's selling, hey, I just had 15. <laughs> and he ain't lying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and he's, he's telling you, hey, I got – this minute, and another aspect of it that I wanted to um, bring up too, and I paid attention to this at the Florida Georgia game. A parent of a player who played college football pointed this out to me. When you go to Alabama, when you go to LSU, when you go to Georgia, when you go around, you're going to see a lot of kids in the offices or guys who contact you that look like you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see a lot of that at those schools. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know we just had a guy who left Georgia, went to Texas A&M as a recruiting coordinator or something. That played for Georgia. Mm-hmm. He was a DB who graduated, got his degree. Kirby gave him a job. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you're walking through the office and he say, oh, yeah, well, he used to play for me, but now he's making 90K a year. Wow, yeah. A, you know what I mean? That's a like, big aspect, too. That helps, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that helps do help. Every, everybody ain't coming there to just make tackles. Right. Like these guys want to know outside of after football, what can I get or, or, or stuff like that. I mean, of course, the NIL thing is changing. The whole yeah, I was gonna get, I was gonna ask y'all about that. Like, what do y'all feel <laughs> about you know how do you think recruiting is affected now, and do you think Florida, Florida State, Miami is going to really benefit from NIL in the transfer portal, or are we gonna hurt because of it? Now we're gonna pose that to y'all. It's signing day. Yep. Oh, he did. But he's saying that money wasn't in it, but. But money was there somewhere. It was somewhere. Like said, <laughs> the NIL did change the game. Like I said, a lot of kids see that money. They, they might not be thinking at the time. They're like, oh, I got, I'm going to get this money. I'm going to hit my mom do this. And, and, they, and, they, and, they, and that's what's going to draw them in. Like I said, but you got to you gotta, see as a coach, as a recruiter, you got you know, so to you gotta be the one to break that down to them. Hey, they're going to they gonna show this money. Like Kelly said, we're gonna be able to help you even after football, even yeah. if you don't get drafted. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you know, so you gotta you gotta let them know, hey, if it don't work out, NFL, you know, you can always 
Some school. I don't see a lot. I, see, I know I see me CJ Spiller go back to Clemson. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, I, I see him there. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I love, I love yeah. to see that. I seen uh, Cadillac Williams. Yep. Now he at Auburn. Now he the intern head coach. Yep. That, that's a big. That could be something for him if he want to do that. Mm-hmm. Coach, head coaching job. Big school looking for a head coach. Hey, resume. Yeah. Big, that's resume. real big. Like, but like I said, that them NIL it changed the it changed the college football. Like, I don't like it, but I, I don't like it to an extent. I think I think like robbery. Sometimes I feel like it, but yeah, because I, I, I was like gonna it. say, it's not that I don't like it. I just don't like how it's ran right now. Mm-hmm. I think there needs to be some kind of cap. There needs to be some kind of regulation on it. I feel like it's just like wild, wild west. Yeah. It's it's open. Like there's no regulation on how much they can make. Like I think, man, shoot, LeBron's son just signed for like so many million with Nike. I think. Yeah. So I'm like, there, that boy ain't even out of high school. The kid, I think he like one of the top quarterback going to Tennessee. No, he got like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I think Arch Manning make it. Yeah, I was like, Arch Manning finna get a huge like, bro, deal. Can't nobody, I don't care what university you are, you cannot compete with the Texas school. Because it's too much of that well money there. That, 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 uh, that old well money, man, it's just, I mean, what are you going to do? And that's why I said, do you think the state of Florida schools are going to more so suffer because of this? I think that's going to change the way that the NIL is going. If Listen to me, bro. If Miami starts winning because of NIL, mm-hmm. they're going to put rules on NIL. Uh, now that's because fact. the way Miami yeah, wins, because it's Miami. people do not <laughs> yeah. like that. It's going to be Miami because like of Miami. Miami. Man, we need Miami yeah. to win. <laughs> yeah. If Miami <laughs> starts winning, you're going to see some rules. Yeah. Right now, it's benefiting – us, it's benefiting yeah. Alabama. Mm-hmm. It's benefiting, you know, it's benefiting a lot of SEC schools, right. Texas, stuff like that. When Miami starts to win from it, it's going to be some rules and regulations starting to come. Yeah. I believe that. And if Dion get get too oh. old, oh yeah, yeah oh, oh this thing finna yeah. stop. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, this thing. And and they and I'm gonna tell you, man, I was at that. Like I said, I went to that BCU and our uh, Jackson State game in Jacksonville. Man, them people came just because they wanted to come see Dion. And they wanted to see – man, it was like, it was a lot of people there. And I'm just sitting there looking at, bro, I think Dion, like, he really owned the something. That's what I'm saying. He really owned the something, man. And if he – I know them PWIs going to start coming at some point. They're going to start coming at some point. But, boy, I'm telling you, man, if – if he could just maybe hold on and don't jump on that too quick, he might really change the game, like really change the game with this HBCU thing. And um, it, it, it could be a real, because you start, now you'll start seeing us really going to play for, you know, playing for us. Yeah, yeah. And, and now you wonder how that's going to change college football if it ain't none of us really going to, you know, a PWI. I actually have an interesting take, and a lot of people may not like this, when I say this, you mentioned earlier how you said Mike Norville can't win the big game. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. And I haven't ne- I haven't said this on any public platform, but I'm thinking them power five schools they're gonna come call for Dion because they're watching him now. They're watching. They're watching him now. Oh yeah. I'm not I'm not wishing this on, on Mike Norville. And I mean this when I say this, but you can't tell me if Florida State think that they can realistically de- get Dion and they can just get rid of Mike Norville. You they will throw everything. And the kitchen sink. They'll try to get the, him. They will, and and trust me, D, the floor say will give Dion everything he needs, 
and they were gonna get out his way. They're not okay. gonna bother him. So I just think I just think Dion is not gonna go to Florida State, and the re- only reason I feel like that is because of how things played out in the beginning. And I think Dion is a prideful man. Oh, absolutely. Because he got I'm a lot of pride that. about himself. Absolutely. And especially if, if multiple PWIs are coming at him, I don't think I don't think Florida State's gonna get get denied from him. I also think Dion is going to. Whatever school he may go to, or whatever the case may be, yeah. he he gonna he gonna really want them sh- want no shackles on him. Yeah, you know? yeah. He gonna he ain't gonna want no shackles on him. That's that's why I think Florida State have an edge on getting him because mm-hmm. they learned that with Jimbo. Okay, they tried yeah. to do that same thing with Jimbo. Like everything that Jimbo won, like far as facilities and all that, Florida State just starting to get it because yeah. they. You know what I'm saying? He was telling them that before. Like, that's yeah. how you keep the kids coming. Yeah, right. but they that's like Florida just yeah. started getting the facilities. They didn't want to do that. So yeah. now they started. We, that's why we so far behind. They starting to see that. Mm. Now they redoing all that stuff. Like, he was right about it. You got but, to have it. Yeah, yeah, so I think that. Facilities. But, you know, I it's, it's going to be hard with Dion. I think it's going to yep. be hard. And yep. I'm thinking about the money aspect, too, because oh, yes. you still got, like, if you fire him, Mike Norvell. And like I said, I don't know what he's about. He's like, he going to have a heavy box because they just signed him to another. Um, they just. Oh, yeah, one year extension. Okay. How much? How much is that one year extension? Okay. Because I know he had I know he had a contract extension. And I think he was already on what, a four year, five year deal. Yeah, so I know he had got another year extension. Yeah, so. I, I don't think Dion going to leave anyway until his no, son. No, I don't think like, it's. Yeah. Until that boy leaves, yeah. that quarterback. His, yeah. um, his son or after his daughter graduated. Yeah, I don't see him going nowhere no time soon. Dion, I think Dion is a. Great at Florida State, but I also think it's a couple of coordinators out there that's doing some good stuff. And y'all remember my man? Is it Gus Malzahn that was Gus Malzahn. Auburn? That's yeah, Gus Malzahn. Up right now? yeah, he's cooking he some cooking. ass up. Yeah, right Gus Malzahn, tough now. Like, bro, it's some it's some coaches out there. Though. Now think about this, Kelly, and you because you a Georgia fan, so I know you remember this. Y'all remember when uh, Gus Malzahn is the one who took the DB? He transferred from Georgia yeah, and made Nick him a Marshall. quarterback. Nick Marshall. Nick Marshall, Marshall yeah. Marshall, yeah. Marshall, and, the one who played in the National Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Marshall was a DB. He was a DB at Georgia. I'm going to tell you how crazy this is. I'm going to tell you how crazy this is. I heard Gus Malzahn say something, and it kind of changed my changed the way I thought about football. He said, he said, I go get the best athlete and make him my quarterback. He said he don't go after no quarterback, like just a quarterback first. He go find the best best athlete he can get that can play quarterback and make him the quarterback. That's why Nick Marshall was the quarterback that year. They went to the championship. They went play Florida State in the championship that year. Yeah, that boy was a he was a DP at Georgia. He's quarterback. And believe. Got drafted in the NFL to play DB. <laughs> he didn't play DB. But that's how much of an athlete Nick Marshall that boy was. was right? tough. And also, to play DB. This is just real quick. I didn't mean to cut you off, Kelly. No, you good. Um, Josh Heupel, who's the current head coach of Tennessee, people for people. A lot of people may not notice he was actually the head coach at UCF yeah. a couple years ago. Oh, before, I forgot before about I did, that. So don't be surprised. I'm not saying Gus will do this, but Gus, if he, if the UCF fans is like say ten and two, I don't know what the record is off the top of my head. Say the fans like ten they, and two, they, something they like that. Right now. I, like I said, I wouldn't thank you for thank you for fact checking. I ain't know. Say the fans like eleven and one, and and then win their uh, conference title, and then they finish like thirteen one or whatever. I guarantee some Power Five school now now. Because like I said, he's been in Auburn. He's won there and things of that nature. So he may it may it may have to be the right job for him to leave for another one. But mm-hmm. 
if say UCF is like 12 and one and they're like in that top 15 to 18 kind of range, somebody, I'm not sure who, they may come call and say, hey, Gus. They'll do, you know, that you, the same thing. You write about that because, shoot, that's what they did to Scott Frost. Remember Scott Frost had all that success at UCL? Yeah. And then he went to Brett. Right. Now, that was, it, yeah. it never went see, nowhere. Bro, they got off the ground. But, but, but they still behind, they got it. The secret behind him was was, was Josh Heupel. Heupel. But, but nobody wanted him to admit it. Josh Heupel. Josh, that's, what, that's really who was I think was Josh Heupel was the secret behind boxes, but nobody wanted to talk about because people forget he was actually a, uh, he was actually a, uh, Former quarterback at Oklahoma, yeah. and he yep. was uh, I think he was a quarterback coach and OC. But people, but people said, oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's just, oh, it's Lincoln Riley and this and that. I mean, Lincoln Riley's still doing very good. Yeah, Lincoln Riley's a tough coach too. Oh, I he's give good him, too. I give but, him his but people, people were sleeping on Josh Hyde, but now they're really seeing Man, how good of a coach Josh, he really I, is, especially at Tennessee now. And as a matter of fact, about, since we got on that, let me ask you this: Who, who do you think is the hottest coach in college football right now? Josh Hyde. Josh Hyde. Josh Hyde. Hottest coach. What? It depends on your perspective. I mean, say, what, like, like, what are you basing? Are you basing it on like terms of like them like parlaying their current job to another job, or are you just saying just them just having success this year? Well, oh, yeah. Let me, yeah, let me qualify the question then. Who, who do you think the hottest coach is as far as turning a program around? At, he, who's been the the Josh the Hyper. one to turn a program around to be at the elite status now? Josh Hyper Josh had Hyper. three wins last year, but. Dan Lannon is a first-year head coach with yes, one loss. That's true. Yeah, he's at Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. He, he took the uh, job one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, and, he, and, and, and um, you can't, bro, you cannot overlook old boy at um at LSU right now. Like, oh, LSU is awesome. No, Brian Kelly. No, Brian Kelly. UCLA. Which they are doing really well. UCLA looks good. You played them, that was my common factor. That was the only thing I was scared of. Yeah, Brian Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, last year we had him beat when he was at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. but the way he called plays, man, he just know how to get. And, and I want to, and I want to piggyback off that because I put this on Facebook um, after we lost to um, after we lost to LSU. It, it's not that we couldn't have beat LSU, but it showed the level of coaching between Billy Napier and Brian Kelly. Yeah. It was like a master show going on between on the coaching side. He just literally out coached him that night, and it, it wasn't even close. And, 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 yeah, and, yeah, and, and also, like people got to remember, Brian Kelly. He is he he worked his way up because people remember he was at Cincinnati, and he he had to work his way up to get Notre Dame done. People were like, mm-hmm. well, he 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 doesn't fit Notre Dame, and yet he was churning out ten. 11 wins year yeah. in, year he out. He was, man. He always kept Notre Dame at a, at a top step. And we used to always call Notre Dame uh, overrated because they get to the playoff or whatever yeah, and lose. that's fair. But, but they still was winning 11, 12 and they games were, a season. And they were putting people in the league. They were getting big-time recruits. They had a top five to top ten recruit class every yeah. year. And people were like, um, Brian Kelly? He's like people. Like, he was like, uh, it, was, it was an interesting high when I heard it happen. And I'm like, you know what? I'll wait and see. Yeah. Because I wanted to see how he was going to do in the SEC. I was interested in seeing it. I, I, when Jordan went and played him, twi- we played him twice with two good teams. Mm. And we had to fight to get to out of him. Right. Like, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't the athletes. It was the coaching. Like, he mm-hmm. could coach. You get – I tell you what, wait to wait till LSU gets an elite tight end. Boy, it's going to be crucial. Wait till LSU gets an elite quarterback. Cause I said, just think about if that boy won the left that went to US USC, right? Uh, Wasn't that the quarterback at LSU? Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. He was. I think he was the quarterback. I said, just wait and see um, if he like if 
if he was the quarterback still at LSU, now the other guy coming on good. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Uh, yeah, Jaden Daniels. He, he coming he, on. He, tra- he transferred from Arizona Yeah, State. he getting better, um, but he's not what that boy is, uh, the boy that left and went to U- USF. I mean, went to USC. No, actually, no, no. The boy that went to um, USC, he actually came from Oklahoma. Okay, so who was the – where did the guy that was LSU quarterback, he was the uh, – Texas A&M. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. He was going to be the next dude at LSU. Yeah, and then he when, was going to be the dude. Yeah, he was, was going yeah, yeah. to be the man. Like, he, they, they expected a real huge season out of him to come the following year because the receiving core at LSU was really good. So they were like, oh, yeah, him and I think his name, what is his name, Bat- Batoon or Batoon? Uh, Kayshawn Booty. No, receiver? not him, but, te- but Wait, the other one. Wait, the, oh, I know you're talking about Mark The Mark other Mark receiver. Mark. No, I'm thinking about the other receiver, though. The one that's, he's not having a huge year, but he was like All-American last year. They thought Tishon he was going to. Boutte. Boutte, that's his name, Boutte. He, he, was, he was the one that they were, like, expecting them two to be, have a huge connection. Yeah. Kind of like Joe Burrow did with uh, old boy that went to the league. Mark Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, but, yeah, so they were looking for that to be the case uh, coming on, but. Um, when he transferred, they, it, it was so many question marks around LSU at that point. Then when that, then when their coach Raymond um, came to coach for us, Corey Raymond, the DBU coach, they were like, oh, "We don't really know what LSU gonna be. We thought we were gonna have a down year. I thought it was gonna be sorry in the beginning of the year too, especially when Florida State beat them. I was like, "Yeah, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna be it. Boy, they ain't nothing like they was at week I, one." I felt like LSU was gonna develop because you know, like the first thing he did was he came and got the um, receiver coach. Georgia, who's mm-hmm. a very good receiver coach. Yeah, when he came and got him, I was like, yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's from. He played at LSU and he's from Louisiana. Like you finna, and I even know that about Brian Kelly. Piss out of, yeah, he's trying to recruit the piss out of that state because ain't no competition. You touching Florida? Your your state is connected to Florida, Mississippi, Texas. You close to everybody, right? You get what you want to. Think about quarterback from Trinity Christian. Quarterback from Trinity Christian just committed to LSU. Oh yeah. Oh, it sure did. You right? Yep. Like I said, it's, it's the right people talking to you, but they gonna, they gonna bring you in. And, and, that, and I think that I think that goes back to the point like we was making, man. If you get the right people in for the system, mm-hmm. and that's going, and you got the right system around the right people, I think it could be successful. Because think about it, who would have thought LSU would be at this point? Because you know, when the turning point for me was about LSU when they beat Ole Miss the way they did. When they dominated Ole Miss in that game, and Ole Miss had just had put a great performance up the week before, and yeah. everybody was on Ole Miss because they were like Lane Kiffin and turning around and blah, 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 blah. I, you know, my thing was with Ole Miss and just with college football now is people are so excited to see offense that they blow offense out of proportion. Yep. Like people are, so, people are so excited to see offense nowadays that they forget, like, you know, there's a side of the ball called defense, bro. <laughs> and you got to have it. And you got to have that, bro. You got to have defense, bro. You got to, and it ain't defense ain't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. To where you would show up like let's look at the Miami teams from back in the days. They had a good defense. They had Vince Wolford and all these great people. Bro, do you think them same teams could step out and cover Two thousand nineteen LSU team. It'd be tough, boy. It'd be a tough. Yeah, outing. bro. I'm not saying they can't do it, but it'd be a tough outing, bro. Because that those tight ends ain't bulky. No yeah, more. that's what I'm saying. It all, yeah. it all, it all depends on how, it all depends on how, how the game is called. How, yeah, if, like, like if they call it tight, 
my, those Miami corners, DBs, they can't do much. Now, if, yeah. they, if they let, now, if the rest let them play a little bit, then we have and, a different discussion. And, and you know, we have this, and we have this discussion. We have it less with football, and we have it more with basketball yeah. about errors. We yeah. always have the question about errors, really, in basketball, because we all, you know, the Jordan LeBron thing gonna come up no and doubt. say, well, if he played in this era, how would he do? And if he played in this era, how would do? How would Kareem do in this era? Or how would, you know, uh, Dwight Howard do in that era? Or, or you know, whatever the yeah. case may be. But football, there's an anger to that too. Yeah. There, there's a, there, as the game has progressed, the athletes, I always, this now, this is the side I always take with it. I think, Great athletes gonna be great in whatever era they play in. No so I feel like Michael Irvin was gonna be good whenever Michael Irvin played. Yeah. Um, I felt like you know somebody like a Willis McGee. I don't care when he played. Uh, Jim Brown. I don't care when Jim Brown played football. Walter Payton. It don't matter what era he played in. I feel like certain players gonna be great and whenever. Uh, Darren McFadden. I don't care. Or Darren. What was his name? Uh, Darren McFadden played Arkansas. at Arkansas. Yeah. That boy was gonna be tough whenever he played. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I feel like some players do benefit though from the era. Yeah. Like some of them gonna benefit from which era of football they played in or which era era of basketball they played in. Yeah. But I feel like the greats they're gonna be great whenever they played. Yeah, bro, you know I feel like in college football there was a shift in defenses. Urban Meyer came on the scene at Florida. Mm-hmm. When Urban Meyer came on the scene at Florida and beat Nick Saban ass, <laughs> Nick changed, or I, I should say Kirby changed the way that he recruited defensive yeah, players. Yes, sure did. Because he went from, okay, let me stop getting these downhill linebackers and let me get these boys who can turn their shoulders right, and can run. Cover. Because you needed that. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't. You couldn't stick no big old bulky Mike linebacker to cover um, Percy Harvin who shifts into the backfield. Or even our tight ends at that time. <laughs> yeah. The, man, who gonna, who gonna guard Cornelius Ingram? Before Aaron right, got it, right. Cornelius Ingram was really like a wide receiver playing tight end. Yeah. You couldn't cover him with those big bulky linebackers like you were saying. Then when Aaron Hernandez came, it was, him and Tebow, that was a connection people just couldn't stop. Yeah, yeah, and man, it was bad. Another, another thing that I've also noticed that Nick has done, if you guys remember, like the two years in a row where Johnny Manziel, first year he got him, then the very next year, I think uh, Johnny basically shredded Bama's defense. Mm-hmm. Nick, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to recruit way different than how I first started. Because like, you remember the first handful of years, Nick, was that Bama, he didn't have to recruit like the athletic linebackers that could run sideline to sideline. Mm-hmm. Then Johnny Manziel came on the scene. All that t- t- Two years in a row, Johnny Manziel kind of, Got the nigga, Nick. Yeah. Like, okay, no, 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 no. I got to change how recruit. I, I have to get linemen that can run. I have to make my defense fast from front to back. And Nick yeah. and Nick's done it. Obviously, Kirby's done it. So like, coaches have not. Coaches now have to just because of this way offenses teams are breaking up from sideline to sideline. If you don't have guys that can run, especially your linebackers, you will get beat on any, on even side. I don't care if you're playing a team whose offense is we'll just say average. If they can spread you out silent, silent, if your linebackers can't run, they will put points on the board. Man, look like a, look at our linebackers. That Amara Burner can't cover nothing. And and Brent Cox, of course, he he pressured the ball well. But man, he can't man. <laughs> I was so mad when Burner picked him up. Like, nigga, you let Burner pick you up. Yeah. I was like, man, I said, like Brent Cox Jr. The guy can get downfield, get the pressure quarterback, try to get some sacks or whatever. But covering it out in the flat, eat, getting eaten alive. That just got dismissed. Yeah, one just got dismissed. I don't see them no no 
linebacker and he could be in the back. And he he is an edge rusher. That's he it. That's what that's his job. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, he need to be ears back. Going Third and fourth. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what. Pin, pin his ears back. Try to get to the quarterback. That, 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 that Miller boy. Uh, Bernie, who's that? Yeah, he he he, he more like a traditional linebacker. linebacker. He's not he cover. He's not going to run. Talking about the uh, the Miller. Uh, yeah. From, no. Oh yeah, Ventura Miller. Yeah, Ventura, he's definitely not. Yo, uh, Crowley, a cover. I love yeah. Ventura Miller. Yeah. He's I a, love he's, Ventura he's Miller. One of the, he well, first of all, he's our best defensive player we have on the yeah, team. He'll, he'll, and he's against the, best, the run. And, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. the best linebacker we have on the yeah, team. Like I said, he, but he's not a cover sideline yeah, to yeah, sideline like, linebacker. Like you know who he reminds me of? I think it was Tennessee that he was getting What's beat trying to the cover. The linebacker that played at Miami that got drafted by San Diego. That's yeah. who he reminds yeah, 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 me yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He reminds me of Pyramid. Oh, he's tough now. Man, Ventra Miller, he's the heart and soul of our defense, yeah. and he gonna, you you try to run the ball against him. He, he come yeah. to get, you know, he, he, and, like and they wear the same number. Remind you of Brandon Spikes. Yeah, yeah. 51 physical, going to play the gap, know where everybody needs to be. Like, he's, he's like the quarterback of our defense. And and he's the leader. So without him, man, we would on defense we would be even worse than we are now. And that show with that USL game, he didn't play that game. Yeah, he didn't play. He you see what USL happened. You saying they ran all over. Ran all over. I'm telling, you, he didn't play that. He was he got hurt. Matter of fact, he got hurt in the game before, and he so he sat that game. And you could tell the the vast difference in our defense from week one to week two or whenever we played them. Yes. And it it was bad. It's easy to pick out uh, absence of leadership. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. It's, it's, it'll it's be crazy. obvious. And so it's just crazy to me um, to see how much one player really can affect your team, you know, on the other side of the ball. Our young defensive end, he ain't got hurt. Yeah, I like him, too. We got a solid D-line. Mm-hmm. When, he I like got hurt that, when he got hurt that game and he, he didn't play much, he wasn't playing much, our defensive line was not the same. You know what I'm saying? No it changed. on the quarterback. But when he came in that, that next game, what game that was? Uh, Game after, yeah, man, he, man, I'm telling you, you, can, you, you know what his presence there when not there. You know right. what missed it. Bro, you know, that, that'll lose to something that we, we kind of talked about a little earlier, man, but depth, bro, and recruiting. Yeah, yeah. And recruiting. You got to recruit. You got to get depth. Mm-hmm. And I think something that's happening is that people are, are kind of looking for a quick fix, and so they go to the, to the, to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. It works. But you also have to recruit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I got verse. If I got verse on campus, every D lineman that comes through is gonna be with verse. You know mm-hmm. why? Because verse is gonna play on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a story that you got to tell for years. Yeah. I want to put you with verse because I know everybody on campus want to suck verse dick. <laughs> you need to be around <laughs> verse. You know, like, bro. Let's be real. Like, if if I if if. Man, you think for one minute these kids going to to Alabama hanging with the kicker, you done lost your damn mind. <laughs> they hanging with the dude who all the women are after. Right. They putting you around the prettiest damn girls on the campus because mm. you want these kids. I want everybody to be around verse. Oh, yeah, you got to. Bro, if you want to win. Oh, yeah, that scene on he got game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to win, you better look him up. Rick Fox took Ray Allen to on that when they was on that official visit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I, I think that's true too. I think um, 
I think college football too is turning to more. They're trying to make it more of an experience too. When you like when they're trying to get you there and when you're there, like it ain't just like when we get you here now you just a slave. They trying to turn this thing more into like an experience when you playing for that school because they know that's relating to recruiting. Like when a kid hearing somebody else that came like, boy, they you know they do this and we do that, and then that that's a, a mechanism to get kids to come, you know, and it's helping them recruiting. I just think. Um, if if all three of the Florida teams, like we said earlier, if they can get back to really, really keeping these boys in the state of Florida, yeah, up in their game on the recruitment, I think it'd be all right. Yeah, for the sport. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the playoffs, I know who's gonna jump on it first. I want to ask Earl, but yeah, we got Tennessee. You know, number one. Yeah. We, we all know the game this week, uh, Tennessee and Georgia. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, that's a big, that's gonna be a big one too tomorrow. So my thing is, if if Tennessee, Georgia beat Tennessee, mm-hmm. Bama Georgia face off basically. If Bama went out in the SEC, Bama upset Georgia. You got three loss, three, three teams. Yeah, <laughs> I actually and had this discussion with somebody. Probably undefeated Clemson. Yep. And undefeated Big Ten champ yeah, um, between Ohio like State and, and. Well, and let me ask. Let me ask this, uh, just so I can get context. Who's on the other side uh, that will probably play Clemson ACC championship? North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. And but go ahead, Trey. Before you um, continue. So if it plays out like that, what do you do? Um, let's you take, you take the SEC winner and you're pro- you put everybody else in New Year's Six and you let whoever because I, I think Oregon's gonna run the table. I don't see nobody beating them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not even Ohio USC, State, uh, huh? You don't think US, USC can be? I mean, it's just a question, but I don't think USC has a chance. I, I think, oh. I think right now, man, Oregon USC, has like better. Matt, USC, didn't they? I think I right now, no, 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 no. So, who they beat? Who, who UCLA beat? Was it Utah? Yeah, I mean they, they did. They, oh, okay. they beat Utah a couple weeks ago, and Utah. Oregon turned around and smacked them like a, like a week or so later. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, because they, really they look bad. They look bad that first week. Uh, it was scary in that first. But, week. I said, but, why did they put this match? But up also, um, but a lot of times, but also they Georgia had seen. Eight. But Georgia had seen Bo Nix was it four years in a row, so they kind of yeah. knew they they knew who Bo Nix was. Mm-hmm. So that, that end, that end, you got to like Dan Lennon coach for. Kirby, right? Right. So he knew he knew it from from the signals to everything that Kirby was gonna do. So all you got to do is just come up and play left handed. Mm-hmm. So now you off balance. You know what I'm saying? Like Literally. everything that you thought that he was gonna do, we ain't gonna he do, ain't do gonna that. Do we gonna get good it. at doing it, the total it, opposite. It, it, literally, we got all summer to get good at the total opposite. Mm-hmm. But like if we play him right now, that'll be a that'll be a different game. You got to coach that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. But That's um, try to answer your question. I think if like say hypothetically, like say Georgia, if Georgia beats Tennessee tomorrow, and like say Bama wins out and they meet, and all like like and say Bama upsets Georgia, Bama's got. But then again, Bama have to get help, unfortunately, because like. Actually, they would. They'd be a two-loss team, right? Oh no, no, no! It'd no, be no. one loss if they if they yeah. win the SEC championship, yeah. right? Exactly. But and like I said, even if even if Georgia loses, unless it's an absolute blow, which I would be very surprised if that yeah, happens, that ain't gonna happen. Georgia's probably on, and here's the, like Ben would probably still need, like I said, even like I said, they may need Ohio State, and Michigan to maybe lose the Big Ten title game to absolutely guarantee their spot because right now 
they're at I think they're at I think they're at five, I think they're at um five or six. I can't remember off the top of my head. Them and, at, I think it's them and Michigan yeah, are next to each yeah, other. Yeah, right? because Michigan's at five, Bama's at six. That's what it is. So Bama would actually Bama would still need help to get in. It's not a guarantee. Like even like of course because Ohio State and Michigan they're gonna play each other. They're gonna knock one of the other one out, and then they'll and then of course as long as they win out, Bama probably Bama will probably get in, and Georgia because I don't think Georgia's gonna fall out. Even if even if they lose um, to Bama, I don't think Georgia's gonna. I don't think yes, I don't think they're gonna drop Georgia out. So th- we're I, looking at so, so basically the scenario looks like you're probably gonna have the SEC, Tennessee, Alabama. Georgia all one loss teams. Yes. The the a, the SEC champion is gonna automatically be yes, there. factually. That, so that's correct. Let's set up the scenario to say Georgia is your SEC champion. They're undefeated, they're in. Alabama drops out. I'm uh, so so Alabama so yeah. now if Alabama wins, Georgia still one loss. Still Tennessee still one loss. Tennessee's Tennessee at Tennessee would still get in. It's because what a, because the committee likes to see a sexy offense. Yep. Tennessee has that. Yep. Ohio State has that. Yeah. They yep. like to see a sexy offense. But I, I listen I'm gonna to be it. honest. I, I I'm gonna be real with you. I, mean, I think I, mean, I think all three of them gonna get in there. The only way they don't get in, but I think somebody's gonna get left Georgia out though. Beats Alabama. If Alabama wins the SEC championship, they all get in. I think all three. Not, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, you cannot I don't, say. You cannot tell me. A one loss team somewhere else that the committee gonna believe that that one loss team is better than a one loss Tennessee but you still, team. You still got Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson who has a chance to be undefeated. Undefeated, yes. right? I, 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 you know I, I was gonna say, and I think, and I think one of them may get left out. I think Clemson, unfortunately, I think they 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 may get leapfrogged. I think they could get. No, we still have four. We expand. Um, was is twenty twenty four? I yeah, that's that's the rumor. I I think I think Clemson. I think Clemson is the one that gets left off too I, because I, they I have not looked I, dominant they went like out, any of the other teams. Even, even if they went out, they, they, they not leaving that ball off. That <laughs> but it's just it's just like, but who? Okay. Let, okay, let me let's, let me create let me create this scenario real quick. Let me create this scenario. Let me create. Okay, how many people got? One, two, three. Hell no, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be a tiebreaker if we need one. It's six people in one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. I'm just a committed chair. This is the scenario is you got three SEC one loss teams. That's Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee. Alabama is the SEC champion. Okay. Clemson goes undefeated. Okay. Ohio State one loss team. Michigan one loss team. That's the scenario. Mm. Michigan has lost one game. Ohio State has lost one game. Alabama wins the SEC championship. Michigan Michigan is the Big Twelve champ and Big Ten champion. Okay. So this is they the scenario: Michigan, the Big Ten champion; Alabama, the, the ACC champion; Clemson is it. the ACC champion; those three and got Tennessee, Ohio State, and Georgia are the one-loss teams. Wait, hold on. Now y'all the committee. I'm finna make y'all vote. Wait, who gets who's in on in your four spots? My three champions. So Georgia, I mean um, Alabama, uh, Michigan, and Clemson all get in. Right. Who gets the fourth spot? Tennessee, because they beat Alabama, and Alabama beat Georgia. Okay. And Tennessee would have beaten Georgia to give Georgia that one loss, right? 
Yep. So that's your that's your four. We got no Georgia would have two losses. Yeah, Georgia at that point would have had two losses. Yeah, I'm putting Tennessee. But so we there. so we so basically we saying Georgia got one loss, Tennessee got one loss. All up, basically that circle has lost to each other. Yeah, because you ain't nobody finna look at no defensive. They, people want to see points get put. All right. So he say Georgia gets left out. Ohio State gets left out. Those are the four. But what about what about what we got on the West Coast? You still got Oregon who could yeah. be. Oh, yeah. I didn't even I, think about Oregon. Oregon I, I'm ta- right well, I'm going to take Oregon. I'm just taking. Right okay, now. let's take Oregon out the equation oh, right now. Yeah. Say, oh, shoot. I ain't even think I ain't even thinking about TCU. See, this is how bad this could get. But but I think the only thing. Yeah, this is how bad. That's why I want to do this. I want to do it. I want to see if you was on the committee, who would what would you say the four going to make it? That's the scenario, though. Uh, uh, let's say Oregon is self eliminated. They got beat twice. They say they were two lost teams. They say TCC. Yeah, no. They're gonna have. They're gonna be too blemished at that point. So, G, I'm gonna ask the same question. Clemson undefeated, won the ACC championship. Georgia lost to only Alabama. Tennessee lost only to Georgia. Those are your other. Ohio State lost to Michigan. Michigan wins the uh, Big Ten championship. So Michigan's undefeated. Michigan, yeah, Michigan's undefeated. They, okay, they're getting okay. in. Because, like, you said Michigan had a loss. No, I'm sorry. I meant to say Ohio State got okay, one loss, got and it's two Michigan. You. Michigan won the Big Ten championship. Who is, who's getting who's getting in oh, out of that pool that's for you? One, though, but, you, you, you on the committee. Who getting in? But, I'm, but when I'm looking, I'm looking at the dominance. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at how, how bad that loss they do have is. Okay. And like the kid, like kid, I'm looking at how good the offense is. Okay, so who you got? Who number one? Who number one in the country? Who number one in the country? <laughs> who is the number one team in the country? Oh, Corey, right now, I, I right. forgot to ask you that. So who's the number one team? What's the order? Who's the number one team in the country? Right now, Georgia, right now. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, if this oh, scenario. Oh. Who's the number one team in the country? No, Tennessee number one. Tennessee number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. who you put? So, so if that scenario that happens. scenario pans out, that means that Georgia beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Georgia was number one. Yep. Then Alabama beat them. Beat Alabama them. six. So they're going to come up. Ohio State will bump up. But they got beat. Michigan beat them. So, and Michigan undefeated. So Alabama number one. So Alabama won. Alabama won. One lost team still gonna be number one, right? Clemson undefeated. Michigan is undefeated. I don't think. I I don't think. You got you got uh, because you already made your four. You said Michigan and uh, Tennessee. I guess in your scenario, if Michigan is undefeated, Big Ten champ. So you got to put got to put Michigan number three, and so Tennessee would be four. So now, G, now it's your turn. You got to tell me who you fold and what and what order. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they put in three. I don't. I don't see no possible scenario with three SEC teams. Is TCU a Big Ten? Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Oh. And see, that's a lesser in, in their eyes. Yeah. Big Twelve lesser. Because if, I think if they get the opportunity to shit on Tennessee, they gonna shit on Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn how sexy it look. Right now, in their mind, the only people who gonna turn the TV on to watch Tennessee is Ball Nation. Mm-hmm. But Alabama got everybody's gonna watch. They it's like Dion. They gonna yeah, watch Nick. They, right? they gonna they gonna <laughs> watch and they, and they gonna watch him and they gonna watch from this perspective too. It's like a Floyd Mayweather thing. They watch him because they want to see him lose. Yeah, yeah. So it ain't just that the, the, the people tune in because they want to see them win. People gonna want to see them lose because they tired of them winning. I was one of those people. I was so happy when Tennessee beat them. I was overjoyed that Tennessee won that game. 
I couldn't wait to see Nick Saban lose. Not because, and I think Nick Saban the greatest coach of all time. But I wanted them to lose. I'm tired of them winning. So, did who the foe? You on the committee. That's a tough scenario. Yeah, yeah gonna sneak Florida State in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they gonna, they, gonna, they gonna have five losses. Yeah, but still, but still, look, they got, got five whole good. losses, but still, but, they, you know, yeah, they possibly could do it. It's a tough one, man. So I said Clemson gonna obviously. So you, who number one? Clemson gonna win now. So you got to give so you give no a Clemson they, number one spot. Ain't no way they gonna leave Clemson now. They win now. So Clemson get the number one spot though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They number one team in the country. Four, four, and they're number four. four. Yeah, they're right number four. The so you will push them up to number one. Okay. So who would be number two? Yeah, three. They're right three, they right three in the poll, but the playoff ring is happening. Yeah, you know, playoff, playoff going to be different, right? AP poll. So Clemson, number one team. I'm going to say Clemson. I'm going to say Ohio State, number one. No, no, Ohio State got beat by Michigan. Oh, oh, oh in right, the bit. Right. So, so Michigan Clemson, is the one. Clemson, Michigan going to be. So you put Michigan number two because they undefeated. So now you got to choose between Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and you know that's who you got to choose between. So, so you going three Bama, and what you going with that last spot? Because Ohio State's still in now. You still can choose Ohio State. You still can choose them because they're eleven and one. They're eleven and one. They lost in their the championship game. So you ain't just necessarily got to go to the SEC team. Yeah, you got to go home to your wife. So if you leave Georgia, <laughs> I'll leave Georgia. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I can leave Georgia. So you put, uh, ain't no way I can leave Georgia. So you got to put Georgia home to your wife. So the number four spot. So G said number one going to be Clemson. Number two would be Michigan. Number three would be Alabama. And number four would be Georgia. All right, Gary, what you got? You you on the committee. We come we come to you with this scenario. What Who gets in? So who's number one? Give me, uh, just give me, just remind me again what the scenario. Okay, is. let me give you a scenario. Okay. So this is a scenario, I and mean, this is why we made it tough because sometimes the decisions get like this. Mm-hmm. Remember, BCS used to be like this. I hated the BCS because that's how we like got it. in. People don't remember. Florida got in that 06 championship over Michigan like this. Barely, barely. Ooh, remember, we at, barely got in. And everybody wanted a rematch. Everybody I think wanted we got a rematch. A, I think we got a, maybe a point or two ahead it of was Michigan. Like, it was like, playing it was that like national this. championship It was game. like this. And, and I'm glad we did because we blew them out. Yeah, because yeah, 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 and because like, so and, the people like, wanted. They had that boy. Uh, what's the running back name? Uh, Chris. Michigan, uh, Michigan wait, had that running back. Um, he was tough too. Mike I know you talking about. Yeah, Mike Hart. Mark Hart. Yeah. See, but people don't remember 06, man. When that when we lost that game, I think it was to Ole Miss. Ole Miss. No, 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 not no, no, no six. Was Tebow year. That, that was, was that was year. it. Was actually um, it was Auburn in the middle of the year. Okay, we lost to Auburn. Sure was. It was Auburn we lost to Auburn in the middle of the season. And then after that game, they never lost again. And it was like. Something it was clicked. Flushing, Michigan, and it was like whoever the it, they was like gonna vote in the BCS to see who gonna go. It was like almost like a watch yeah. party. And at the time, who gonna get in? And at the time, the Big Ten did not have a much title game. It was basically you right. play everybody. You have to win out, and, and that course, was your championship. That's what it, that's what it was. We had to beat Alabama. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I won Alabama. It was, uh, it was Arkansas. Uh, it was Arkansas. It was Arkansas. 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 We had to no beat city. Arkansas to get in. Oh. So and so basically, it was that like, was team was. Are they gonna was give it to the? Are we gonna give it to the one lost Big Ten team? Or to give it to the one lost SEC team to go play Ohio State in the championship. Because Ohio State was undefeated. They were number one. Yeah, they were undefeated. They wasn't had Troy Smith. 
Force Miller, Ted uh, Ginn. Yeah, Ted Ginn was on it. Remember, Ted Ginn scoring the first kickoff return back. Broke, the, and he hurt the rest of the game. Yeah, bro, I think he broke his And foot, we annihilated them for the rest of the game. Yeah, but, but go ahead. Oh, so, so this is this reason why I pose that scenario because this is what BCS had to go through every year to try to figure out who they was going to put in. But they, but they were using computers. They didn't have to like Yeah, they used to use different kind of ranking. Some crazy drama that year when um, Florida State played uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was a, that was in two, Miami beat them. It was I think it was like two thousand. If y'all if y'all ever if y'all ever get a chance if if y'all ever get a chance go back and watch. There's this thing they was doing on ESPN called like the 150 years of college football. If you get a chance to go watch that, you'll get to see how many discrepancies. Honestly, you've seen. And picking who's a champion, cause you y'all know at one point they weren't even playing no national. There were two different people calling themselves national champions. Yeah, back in the day. Oh yeah. State did it. Yeah. Somebody else did it. That. Because it was it was like a record thing. Cause one year Florida they were they were like we should be the national champion because we beat so and so. They were, it was the year we might have beat Florida State at the end. And we, they were like, well, we deserve to be, because it, it used it to be lot. Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and they yeah, was like, the yeah, 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 was yeah, it the Sugar Bowl? No, y'all beat us for the Nationals, but it was, uh, what was it? They stole uh, South Florida National title, I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, back then, so this thing has graduated a lot. I learned a lot watching that documentary, because I didn't realize, boy, them people wasn't, they, it was all kind of. Systems yeah. and what they start going to computer. Yeah, and it, it was like I think I think there was a year. There was a year. Yep, that's what. Then then the committees came about. Yeah. Then half of the college football world was saying, "No, we're gonna go with the the the, the computer," and the other half was saying, "Well, we're we just gonna make our champion yeah. say we're gonna say that was the national champion because yeah. based upon the record and who they beat." So it was like a whole discrepancy. I so think, um, when BCS era came in, yeah. that changed the game, basically. Like, there was a year where it was, I think it was 2003, 2004, I think it was, when USC beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl, yep. but LSU beat Oklahoma in Louisiana for the national title game. Yep. Those two That's split, when Nick Saban won they it. split the national title. Yep. Both sure songs, did. You and it, I was like, sure I'm like what are we doing? Yep, with Charles Woodson. That I was sure like, what happen. are we doing? That like, seriously we, happened that year. I was they like, why, why we should not have two national championships. We should be one. If that was the case, USC and LSU should have played and not, it's like you should just basically swap the teams, put USC and LSU. If it's in Louisiana, fine, just have those two teams play. They shouldn't have been playing Two separate teams, and then both of them coming out. I'm like, what are we doing? That's here? what happened. You had one loss that year. Yep, that was, sure. that was Nick Saban year. That was his old, I, that was old four. Yeah, I, I think they yep. are, that, that, was they the old, that was his last year in the LSU. Man, I'm telling you, it, it's been, it, and that's why when people so against the playoff, I'm like, man, you must not have really looked up on the history of how the national champions have come about. There's a whole lot of discrepancies that yeah, happened I mean, before this. I mean, there's a whole lot of like, teams. Mich- who those sh- people in Michigan was pissed when Florida got in that national oh, championship Oh, yeah, they game. were hot that year. Oh, man, they, they were mad old six because they, they felt like we didn't deserve. They felt like they beat, who I think it was USC, whoever they beat, um, to get in that game because they had one out on their schedule except for that one loss. So but we felt like we deserved because we beat Arkansas in an SEC championship. And they picked the right team, obviously. So yeah. we won the okay, national championship. So, they picked the right team. They picked okay. the right team. Okay. But going back to the scenario, so this is why I posed it. So you got a one-loss Bama team who won the SEC championship got against it. Georgia. Okay. Georgia beat Tennessee. So that's their only loss. Got it. Ohio State only losses to Michigan. Michigan went undefeated and won the championship. Okay. 
Um, and then the last one was Clemson went undefeated and won their championship. Okay. So who do you put in the four spots for the playoff? Okay, so from one to four, one to four, Michigan – Michigan would so you make Michigan number one. Michigan will be one because it's the first Mi- time we've because, heard this so okay, far. Michigan, Michigan number one. Michigan is because they're an undefeated Big Ten champion. They have beaten everybody on the schedule. They did not lose. I mean, Penn State. They didn't beat they, you know yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. They didn't beat so they beat some good teams. Beat yeah. Michigan don't State. Don't Rutgers. Yeah. Come Hey, Kevin said Rutgers. It's the way he said Rutgers too. ブレイクインイズタップヘビーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクインイズベーブレイクイン
Yeah, it's happened though. Yeah, it's happened. Where they playing in Michigan? Ann Arbor um, or in oh, Michigan? I think in Michigan. I think it's yeah. I think it's in Michigan. Was, what it in um, Michigan last year? I can't remember last yeah, year. Yeah, it, it was in Michigan last year. It wasn't year, in Ohio State. No, it, it was in Michigan. Me too. No, no, last, no. Last year, last year was the first year they beat them because. Last and it was in Michigan. It was in Michigan. Okay, so, so you're going back to Ohio back, State. But just for the sake of the, the scenario. Okay. okay. So I, I hate Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Like teams that I hate, Florida is number one. That's Ohio not. State is like number one and a half. <laughs> I hate Ohio State, though. Boy, that's how I feel. Go ahead, Chris. I just want to let that make that That's how I feel about Florida State then. Uh, Alabama. Oh, That's God. how I feel. I yeah, Bama's like one eight. Yeah, like Bama like definitely one eight. Georgia's two. <laughs> yeah, Georgia two for me. Back to the scenario that <laughs> So, so what you got? So I actually got Michigan number one. Okay. Yeah, hold on, Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, forgot, I, I forgot this your team. But yeah, so I, I got Michigan number one. I got still Alabama wins out. Yeah, they went. They went. They, they got a one loss now, but they but they have, did win the SEC championship. I have them too. Okay. Clemson three, mm-hmm. and then Tennessee would be. That's who getting your fourth spot. Right. I would give it to Ohio State, but that loss at the end, they gonna get, it's gonna take away. Too. All right, Chris got the first difference we've heard so far. <laughs> Kelly got and Kelly, G, Gary, y'all all got the same set of teams. You just got them in different orders. He gave Tennessee the last spot. All right, Trey. You said Alabama the SEC championship. Bama's the SEC championship. Clemson the ACC championship undefeated. Michigan is the Big Ten champion undefeated. And Tennessee is a one-loss team out. Ohio State team is the one-loss team. I give Michigan. I give Clemson one. So Clemson get the first spot, okay. I give Michigan... Michigan two. Michigan, okay, yep. And I give, I give, I get not Georgia, but Alabama get three. I get, yeah, I get Bama three. Okay, Bama gets three. I get Georgia. And George gets four. Yeah, so you, will be so good, so though. that was the and y'all and so everybody's teams were the same. So we wouldn't need a tiebreaker because yeah, I would have had to be the tiebreaker if the teams well, actually, were no, Chris, split. Uh, I think Chris, he was the only one. Chris, the only person that went different. So Chris, but basically, I guess in the room when they go, they would still go to the majority of the vote because everybody went with the same teams except for him. So basically, the only thing we'll have to be hashed out now is that what's the order? Because everybody's orders were basically different. Yeah. Only people that had similar orders was Jig and Trey. Jordan got a great man. Jordan has a great football team all around, but right. I feel like t- I feel like Tennessee gonna have one of these Cinderella years this year. That's just my opinion. That's I really gas. think they're gonna have one. That's gas. Yeah, I really <laughs> think they're gonna have one. <laughs> but this is, they're gonna have a Cinderella run. This is why I'm gonna give them like LSU did. The only reason I give them a nod over Georgia is because that game that Georgia loses is gonna be fresh. So mm. if it's not like no super close game, mm-hmm. they're not gonna give Georgia Get in. Nye over Tennessee that yep. lost a couple weeks prior to that. Cause you right. know it's always your last Especially they went out impression. big. So don't lose by ten, don't lose by double digits. You're right. not getting in. All right. That's see, I'm nah, with you on that. So you remember that year when Oh no, 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 it didn't happen like that. Never mind. Never mind. It didn't happen. It didn't happen like that. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, could, it didn't t- happen like I'm that. Tell you what could hurt Tennessee more than anything. LSU beat Bama. Mm-hmm. And Georgia beat 
Tennessee by double digits. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that really Ooh, that will hurt. Wait, hold on. Wait. So, wait. Hold on. Only so because I'm betting with Alabama this weekend, I hope they win. Say that scenario one more time. If, if I'm betting with LSU them. beat. Yeah, the way they beat them, yeah, right. Yeah. If they beat them like by a field goal, last minute thing, it won't hurt them. But if LSU go out there and beat Bama convincingly in some type of way, yeah. and Georgia beat Tennessee by double digits, yeah, they, they won't have a shot. Any, yeah. any type of loss. Yeah. Any type of loss, because then uh, Alabama ain't going to the SEC championship. Oh, yeah. LSU yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wonder if a two-loss LSU team. Wins well, let's, bring that, let's bring that scenario over. Okay, let's let's, LSU change, wins let's change the scenario then. They got to make it to the national championship. So LSU, I mean, wait, 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 so, so wait. Where are they at right now? Ten? Where are they at? Ten? A two this loss, bro. You, that's so, automatic so hold on. Bid, so you got, go ahead, you got go ahead. More times than not, they normally are. I got in automatically with two losses. No, Chris, Chris, I'm telling you, Chris. Wait, no, when Bama got every year Bama got in, they haven't won it. They If the SEC. They lost twice and got into it. Yeah. There's no SEC. I'm gonna tell you right now. It ain't no SEC team. Every every year lost the game in the playoffs, but they've never had a two loss going into the playoffs. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. If it happened, they'll be the first. I'm telling you right now. Ain't no SEC team. It might have been Urban Meyer, but ain't no two. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. I could I'll put my last dollar on this point. Ain't no way no two-loss SEC team still can't get in, it, if, especially if it's Alabama. But Alabama going to get that fourth spot. But also. They're going to get that fourth spot. Alabama, I don't care. If, I don't well, care. And listen. You, no, they're going to get the two. They'll get the two spots. But what you didn't understand but them, was. But the, them, other, them other two, Bama still going to get that fourth. They're going to get one of them In this spot. situation, Alabama's not the SEC championship. It's LSU. No, it's not. That's what he just said. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wants to go. No, I do think, think this. about the teams that LSU lost to. They're not, like, first off, LSU lost to Tennessee. They're not going to be like, and they lost Tennessee. LSU lost Tennessee blew them out by yeah. five. But let's change it. But I'm saying, but let's change the scenario, what I'm saying. Because, like, I want to hear Bama already one lost team. Okay. If Bama lose, let's say Bama don't lose to LSU. They just lose another game this season. But hey, let's just say they lose LSU. Let's say LSU lose a, another uh, uh, AC, I mean SEC West game. Who else they still, still have? I know the, they got Arkansas at the end of the they're year. They're gonna still win. They're gonna still win their side. Alabama will still win the West side, even if LSU lose another uh, another game on the on the West side. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, Alabama is a two loss team, and they are the if, SEC champion. They, they go into that playoff. Alabama, they've lost to they lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And it's let's say and they lost Tennessee and, and they, LSU, and they lose to LSU. So they only got one loss on the west side, and they ain't got no loss on the west side. So right now they sitting in the number one seed on the west. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But if they lose to LSU, they have one loss on the they, west. They had one loss on the west, and 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 and, 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 and LSU have a tiebreaker ahead of it. LSU had a tiebreaker. Yeah, so, yeah, as long as long as LSU cannot LSU can't lose a little SEC West game. If Alabama loses to LSU. Mm-hmm. And wins the national championship. I highly doubt they get into it. No, win the SEC championship. Win the SEC championship. I highly doubt they get into it. Just only because because <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Only, only because again, they lost to a team that lost to a team that's barely over going to be over five hundred. We not for the act like we for to go win. Yeah, but Chris, well, I'm gonna tell you why I can't go to that point. Because because LSU ain't the same team now that they was when they lost to y'all. 
they're not that much better. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. They are, they are, they are way, way better, better than what they were in the beginning. Chris, oh. Chris, the Chris, 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 a team can lose early on the season and go on to win the national championship. Oh, I, I, I never, we, we did Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold we on. did this. Because I never said that they couldn't be better. What I said in, in my eyes, the type of credit y'all are giving them, I just don't see it. Talking about Vail you? Yes, I just don't Shoot. see it. But listen, watch this. <laughs> hey, but you know what's crazy, though? Guess what? Didn't they just have a test last week? They, who they played last week? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I forgot. They, they had a test. Recently. They ain't lose. They, I don't, I know, but they, they had a test recently that they lost. Man, they beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss was like number six in the country at the time. Once again, that's yeah, that's been a that was like that was, yeah, that that was, was a while ago. That's, they lost that's, that's been half a week now. Because they only lost two games so far. Once again, stop giving these rankings so much credit because Utah was ranked number six when y'all lost to them, and I don't even think they're in the top 25 right now. Yes, they are. No, they still, I keep trying to tell y'all, Utah is still a good football team. They just got beat the first week of the season. But but yeah, also, you know, but, that's why we, so that's why Clemson gonna get a spot. But also, they, 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 they getting in regardless. So but here, so only put that only put that with the Clemson thing is like now that NC State lose that NC State win lose lost because the way NC State looked last week that um, this is true. So yeah, and, true. so injury, so the injury that injury thing also and, and also yeah, now but also but also hold on also now that that Wake Forest win that Clemson took I think was double overtime. Clemson, it's a double overtime for Clemson to be Wake Forest. Wake Forest turned the ball over eight times last week against Louisville and got blown. The game was basically over after third quarter. Yes, sir. So that's na- true. So um, the Syracuse win, which Clemson barely got by. Syracuse just lost Notre Dame, who's well. Let's, let's not even get. They weren't looking good this year. So yeah. I'm like Clemson. They're they're quote unquote big wins are starting to lose luster now. The NC State game, they they made that would make the way different because of injuries because mm-hmm. Denzel Leary, um, Devin O'Leary out with an injury, but that Syracuse win looks different now. That um NC not the NC State um Wake Forest Wake win Ford. those two wins look a lot different now just because of them losing last week now if those two teams had one last week we'll have a different discussion but obviously yeah yeah I think so so what I said long- no, no, so, it's, no. But this is what right I don't get, right? So y'all yeah. still, so I we, think Wake Forest and and uh, no Syracuse is ranked. So we want to give. Credit. I hope. What I think Wake Forest so is still ranked. Yeah, they still. Yeah, they still. Yeah, I think they still. So what we're doing is we're giving credit to Utah for still being ranked, saying that that's still going to be a good win. They're still a good. Jig. However, Jig, I mean, y'all I'm just, sorry, you trying Chris. to tell me that Syracuse now. Clemson would lose a little bit of lackluster on their wins. Not because of Syracuse and not because he was saying because of NC State and because of Wake Forest. But he also named Syracuse. He said He said they beat Syracuse. He said they lose he said they didn't plan that. Because the impact, because uh, the impact of that win, it loses lust. Now, like what I'm because like he's saying because because I, like quality, because like, qual- like quality yeah. wins. Whether anybody wants to manage the playoff committee, they will weigh that. They will look at oh, yeah, the quality of somebody's but, wins to some quality of someone else's wins. We, we got to you can't just see. We can't just we can't just act like rankings don't matter. We have to take that into account because at, at the same token. All season, in my opinion. If that's the case, then Clemson goes number one, and we're going to count. But I'm just the saying, but it has to play out. You have to play out that ranking was a true ranking. Like you, st- like right now, you still going to say Utah's a good football team. Utah went and beat the rest of the ranked teams on their schedule. They only lost two games. I want to change my. And we was one of them. I want to change my playoffs. I don't know if I. Have, if, I think I gave Alabama two. Yeah. I, yeah. If. We're going if rankings are really gonna like pay that much 
that perspective that, that you were talking about, then Michigan would be number one still. Clemson and Alabama would flip flop. So you put them number two. Clemson would be number two. I'm just saying that that's not gonna happen because of TV and because of the games. That's all I'm saying. That's why it probably wouldn't happen. Why? But then that plays into y'all narrative of no SEC plays each other in the first round because then it'll put Michigan against uh, you had Tennessee. Big, you had Big Ten against um, yeah. SEC. Put, okay, I'll just make sure. It'll put ACC against yeah. Clemson. So it'll play into it. But, yeah, so, like, we're going to do it like that. And we're going to count them. Because there's some teams I feel like they're ranked, but you you ranked by just happen to be in the right spot at the right time. Like, we got ranked because it was early in the season, and we just happened to uh, – teams that lost happened to lose, and we just happened to be winning games that really didn't matter. Like, we're not going to sit here and say, like, we beat some powerhouses. We just beat the right teams at the right time. And then we lost at the wrong time. Whether we was winning them games or not, we lost at the wrong time. So, like, Utah, when y'all speak on these schedules and these, and these games and these strength of games, when you go look at Utah's schedule – they ain't really played no super powerhouses with great records to be like Utah's that great. Name a team that they played with a great record. They beat Oregon. They beat Oregon, USC. Name it. No, they got beat by Oregon. I mean, they beat USC. I'm sorry. They beat USC and they beat UCLA. Now go look at that. But they beat USC this year. Yeah, yeah. A couple weeks ago, oh, yeah. last week I think it was. It was recent. Yeah. they beat USC and UCLA. And no, both, no, no, and both I, are ranked. Well, actually, no, actually, no. Utah lost to uh, UCLA. Oh, so they all lost to USC, but they beat, I know they beat USC. Right. Now, watch this, but this is what I'm saying. And they beat somebody else, right? I just but don't know their whole schedule. But when we talk about scheduling, all those teams that you could talk, all those teams that we talk about, because if we being honest, majority of the top 25 teams, I get SEC credit because a lot of times y'all are have tougher in-conference games. Absolutely. Ain't, but ain't the no rest question. of those teams, a lot of the rest of those teams in other conferences, they don't have tough games the way we're making it seems. So their rankings are like he said. I, it's hard for me to, to be fools gold. It's hard for me to just go that whole to ju- to jump out that whole ledge. The reason why, I, and this is the reason why I say that, college football is a week to week game. Man, it's any given Saturday that you can get beat. Go ahead, go ahead. Prime example. Prime, prime example. Look at how Georgia looked against Missouri. Man, they were scared they were gonna lose that game. That that that. That get, those were tight, and Missouri is at the bottom of the barrel in, in, right now in the SEC. But that game, they almost lost that game, and 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 that can go every single week with whoever you play. And also, here, I'll give you a better example. Here's a rank match that happened last week: Oklahoma State plays Kansas State. You're probably thinking, really good game, right? Kansas State beat Oklahoma State forty-eight to zero. Yep, sure did. Forty-eight to zero, yep. zero. Oklahoma State was ranked ninth. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's not a bad team, but can you explain to me how Kansas State beat them 40 to nothing? You can go back and watch film. You, I'm like, huh? What just it's happened? It's just any given Saturday. Who did Oklahoma State beat? Or did they just fall in the rankings? Like the well, just, you can't. I mean, they, they just climbed the rankings. I'm like, the that's, that's going to happen. Teams but here's the thing, the rankings cause because you're going to get ranked based upon. You got to have a preseason ranking. We, we have to have it. So we Do can't we really say, have to have a preseason ranking I, I with, with some teams when we, when we kind of already know? Honestly, if, if we're being frank about it, because like I, because like me, honestly, and I, I, I took me a while to get to one back. That's kind of where I'm at. I, I literally, I legit think preseason polls are so overrated because you're putting because yeah, no, no, they are some overrated. I just think you can't go into the season and say nobody ranked, and then we, and then we just start the ranking after that. I just think you can't do that. I just want y'all to because who do you, who you determine, who you determine to be number one after that? 
Hey, man, we'd like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in, man, listening up to the uh, Cover Grounds podcast. want to give a big uh, shout-out to one of our panelists today, uh, Mr. Kelton Gibbons, being announced as the girls' basketball coach in Baker County. Um, Appreciate that. We're real proud of of it, man. Kelton's a uh, Sanderson native, man. He came from the mud, man, so we're real happy for that, man. you guys got any any uh any of your social medias, man? Drop anything, man. You guys got going on, you know. Let the people know where they can find you. Man, y'all follow me on Instagram at Kelton underscore A underscore Givens. Find me on Facebook, Kelton A Givens. Uh, go out, go like my Lady Wildcat uh Facebook page. We need all the support we can get. You know, we start from the ground level, so anybody can want to go and uh type in uh BCHS Lady Wildcats and you'll find our uh, Facebook page. So do that for me. <laughs> you can find my IG at future underscore ESPN underscore guy. You can also find me on on Facebook, um, Garrett Scott Clarity Jr. Hey, you can find me on Facebook at Chris McCray. You can find me on IG at Black underscore Arrows. E R O S underscore. What's your Twitter, Chris? <laughs> Good. Hey, listen. I would get y'all my Twitter, but see, but I'm like, some of y'all mamas might be on this, and I don't want y'all following me. Now y'all mad at me, so I ain't gonna do it. No doubt, no doubt. Respect. Respect. Hey, it's Roland Gaskins. You can find me on Facebook at Roland X Gaskins, and uh, Twitter at Roland Dot Gaskins Twelve. I don't post much. I don't talk about much other than sports. But that's where you can find me on social media wise. Hey, listen. If you follow me on Follow me on Facebook. Understand this. I, I have some tough topics on my Facebook. So if you don't want to have no tough topics, no tough debates, or you get offended real easy, don't follow me. Yeah, man. We don't need to cancel culture. <laughs> you know, you're coming at my boy, man. Hey, I respect this, man. You know, one thing about it is that uh, we all came from the same mud, you know, and it's always good to see uh, see each other do good things, man. Um, I'm uh, your co-host, Kells, along with my other co-host, Tracy. Yeah. We out, man. Thanks for listening.